Welcome to another episode of the Dudes That Dance podcast. On this episode, we've got Nico, Goose, and myself, Kyle, talking about some really, really cool things. I hope you guys enjoy it. Um, again, we are part of the Electro Dance Academy out in Mesa, Arizona. You can follow us at Electrolytes with a K on all platforms. Um, and make sure you like, subscribe, and share this podcast with anyone that you think it could benefit. Again, we're just some dudes that dance and that are hopefully um, helping you out on your journey of creativity or whatever it is that you're a part of. Um, and again, we're just figuring this thing out ourselves as well. So thanks for listening. Thanks for liking and sharing. We hope you enjoy the show. I am your daddy. I am your daddy. Hey, what's up, guys? We're here. It's Monday. We're recording this on a Monday, which is a little different for us, which is awesome. Love Mondays. We're trying to put more content out, more Dudes at Dance podcasts. Hopefully, you guys are listening and downloading. If not, this is awkward. But I have a couple of topics for you guys that I want to discuss. Let's do it. There's two things. Well, I think it's the first thing is I think that all dancers kind of struggle with this a little bit. In a sense, um, not every dancer is going to have this problem, but I think a lot of us do. A lot of my peers have this problem where they're having a hard time getting approval from their parents. Approval mm. saying that they want to, you know, I want to choose dance as a career. I want to dance for a living. I waiting for this. Um, I think a lot of us are having, a lot of us have a hard time. My parents were very supportive in a sense. Um, you know, I grew up doing martial arts and stuff, so I was expected to take over the family business in martial arts, but just my brother and I decided to go a different route. Yeah, but yeah, yeah uh, just, you know, want to talk about uh, how can we help our peers or get the approval of our parents or just talk about it, discuss, see what you guys think about it. Well, Goose, I actually feel like I don't know your, like, story with your parents. Oh, my parents? Oh, I don't know sick. anything about your parents at all. Well, no one does, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so tell me. So I think for not, I think I know for me, uh, dance has always been a passion of mine, and also with my like like life, I'm also am gay. So mm-hmm. I think, especially living in because um, I'm Cuban and Dominican, so that means I'm Hispanic. So living in like a Catholic Hispanic home was very tough in the sense, especially being in the East Coast and my mom coming to America to make a better life, blah, 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 blah. That equation of dance didn't make any sense, especially during the time that I was growing up. Mm-hmm. So I love that Nico brought that up because it also goes to like one of our past episodes of like boys that dance or dudes that dance. It's like, mm. it's the whole stigma of like what it means to dance, especially with like the stereotypes and everything coming into like Light, light even now. Um, so yeah, my parents, it wasn't that they weren't supportive. They just didn't understand what I wanted to do. And so with that be also being said, they didn't understand the whole me coming out to them at the beginning. So like for me, it was, it was a fight and I had to prove my, like prove my worth, which I, I think that's what got me into competitive dance or like hmm. going into that side. Cause I could have just been a ballet dancer or like a modern contemporary dance, especially with the schooling I had. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it wasn't until I fought for actually getting on ABDC. So um, finally, I had to like sneak around in the sense of like after school program. I was doing extra enrichment programs, which I was a scholar. Like I wasn't like a dumb kid. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, again, I really love dance. So at that point, it was more still like going around taking classes in, um, in Boston because my hometown is 45 minutes out. So to be able to now get the approval after I, I achieved my dream, even though I was going against the grain, I guess. But when I got on ABDC, my mom finally got it. 
And she was like, oh, so this is what this is. And I think it's a lot. It takes a lot of people to like finally get to that step. And it's harder because now that step is not as available anymore. I feel like ABDC was a time in its own and all even having World of Dance, World of Dance in its, in its time in its own. Um, so even now being in a in, in quote unquote um, pandemic, it's way harder to prove a point when there's nothing to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think which is super tight about figuring out these options for even our kids here at Electro is giving them something that they can show face and show what like what their dreams are about and what um and getting them I guess the platform that we can still do even though we're in like a constrained kind of situation. Mm-hmm. So even doing our videos and being able to like still present our our parents and our our I guess our, our I would say your fan base but I'm part of the family now too so like yeah. our fan base that we are still up to achieving dreams even though we're in like a constraint. So I think um for me it was more I needed to show for what I wanted to do. Like I needed to have a backup. I think now is what I'm saying is that I didn't, and especially the times that we were in it, I didn't have the Instagram. I didn't have TikTok. I didn't yeah. have YouTube. I only had a television screen and, or if I was to make it or something on the lines of like getting a tour or something like that. Yeah. And yeah. especially I, I, I think anyone in that generation would know, like it was a struggle to find a job that would show face, but now you can just get on Instagram and get like 50,000 likes and now it's approved. Like, you know what I mean? So, for sure. There you go. I feel like, like you said a couple of things that I probably want to talk about at some point, but mm. uh, I'll tell you a little bit about my family. Um, my dad still to this day, and I don't know if there's any uh, anyone out there that can he's identify with this, this a little bit, but my dad, he's I know, he'll listen, listen. and he'll agree 100%. He knows that he's like this. My dad still to this day asks me when I'm going to get my college degree. Like still to this day brings up and like harps on the fact that I don't have a college degree, um, but and your sisters do. and my both my both my <laughs> younger sisters do. And literally the day my I have a younger sister that got her master's, he was so excited because now he could tell people he's got three kids and three college degrees because my sister has two college degrees. Uh, and so like he literally he brings it up all the time the fact that I don't have a, don't have it? a degree. It doesn't bother me really at all, like at all at all. I think I. For me, it did, I think, a while. I think I sought the approval a little bit of my parents. But once I realized, once I redefined success for Mm -hmm. myself, it kind of changed the way that I viewed things. I just realized I viewed success differently than a lot of the rest of the world like define success. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people look towards those landmark moments Mm -hmm. in order to say, okay, you've done it now. Whether it's a college degree or making a TV show. Like, you know what I mean? Like for us, it did feel like when we won ABDC, it was like a stamp, like, okay, this wasn't for nothing. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But, but the thing is, is it wasn't really about the destination. Like I loved the process. Like, that's the hard thing I think about dance is I feel like you can be a successful dancer, um, but I think that looks different for everybody. Yeah, There's yeah. a lot of different like routes and a lot of different avenues people can go about to become a successful dancer. Um, but again, I guess it just depends on what success looks like. But I know my parents are very supportive and loving and they're great. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also know my dad like wants a piece of paper to prove i think my value and my worth to the world yeah yeah even though i don't really believe in that do you feel like you would ever go back and get your master's honestly i think i'd go and get a degree just to say that i did it and i wouldn't tell anybody that i did it Mm, um if i were to do it it would just purely be about like the knowledge and the learning you should just like 
do I, like badass style, like get the diploma, don't tell anybody. Exactly, and just like leave it, it on his front door. Put it in or a little envelope. Seal yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And no, seriously, I have I have legitimately thought about <laughs> getting my degree purely just to say that I got it and yeah. for the knowledge and whatever. But, um, but yeah, that'll be yeah. like the last gift I give to him or something. I don't know. Yeah, and like like some, on, on the back of it, say, on the back of it, say "suck it, dad." I love my dad and I love my mom. Just to be clear, no, but it's so funny because even um, I got accepted to Boston University. Right when I got on ABDC, so it was got accepted to that college, and mm-hmm. then, which is like super prestigious, and then first first person into in my family at the or yeah no first person in my family other than my sister because she went to Berkeley College of Music, yeah, um, to went get. like go to an actual college. So yeah, then yeah, I was on my second oh fourth week of ABDC, and I was going into week five. I called my college and I was like, hey, just letting you guys know, I'm doing really well on the TV show because they wanted an update. And then I was like, I think I want to defer my seat, which is hold my seat until I feel like I can come back to school. And then later on, we, I don't know what inkling I got, but it was um, during like the fifth week. Yeah, whatever. Besides the point, um, I called them again and I was like, yeah, I don't think I'm going to go. Yep. And they were like, okay, if that's a decision you want to make, that's a decision you want to good luck on the show. Da, da, da. The next week I got eliminated. <laughs> so it was like, and I think that's when I learned like. Boom, roasted. Right. And then I think also <laughs> it's like, grow. that's when I became like, I feel like adult time because then yeah. I was really making my own decisions quote yeah, unquote because yeah. I didn't talk to my mom about it I just was like nah we're gonna kill it like I yep. feel so good about the TV show da, 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 da. and then I got eliminated so then I was going home luckily <laughs> right and then season 5 um, was this last season to do like the live finale so they'll fly everyone back yeah yeah thank god I had that because <laughs> my mom was like so what are you gonna do now so like in two weeks I go back to LA to fill the finale yeah yeah and then from there it was bought like, you a little time yeah yeah it bought me some time mm-hmm. to like ease the pain but um no, is what I'm saying is that I believed in my my dreams that much though. Yeah, and, yeah. And I and exactly what you said. It depends on the success of dancing. Because I got eliminated and I could have went back to school and been like, oh whatever. Yeah. But um, it was the fact that, like, nah, I believe in this, and after the finale, I'm gonna make sure this is like my dream. This is what's gonna happen. For sure. And yeah. I actually have a similar story too. I don't know. If, a lot of people probably don't know this, but I had a full academic scholarship um, for college, uh, all completely paid for. And I, I gave it up for dance and for ABC. Yeah. I gave it up, partially gave it up, partially Didn't um, want to do got it. it taken away from me uh, because because of dance and missing classes and things yeah. like that. Um, but yeah, no, it, it yeah. Best How, decision ever made. Was your dad pissed out? <laughs> yeah, my dad was very upset. I actually like lied and hid to them and pretended like I was going to school for like <laughs> I a think really I long time. That. Yeah, I stayed at like Chantel's house like yeah, during the I day. Remember that. Yeah, it was, That's it was crazy. Yeah, it was very interesting. No, I always yeah. knew that I yeah. was bad at school. Um, I always knew that I was just like didn't like school, so I never really tried in it. I could have when I did try. I pat. I did really well in my grades, but the other times I was just like I don't want to do this. I know what I'm gonna do. Like I already know what I want. Um, I'm a big believer in like manifesting. I found a journal when I was like 17 years old, saying that I was gonna be on ABDC, and then I ended up we ended up being on it in 21. I remember, um, so I just always knew that I was going to be on ABDC. It sounds so weird, but I just, I just knew it. Because um, no. I feel like if you work hard at something, you know, you're going to get it no matter what. And I truly believed in that. Um, I don't know if that was like instilled in me as a, as a kid and stuff. But, um, yeah, so I always knew. So I always knew school wasn't things. And I was actually going to school because I went to college because I didn't want my mom and dad or my peers to look at me like, a, like I, was a, I felt like a, lo- a loser. Yeah, I didn't want yeah. them to think I wasn't doing anything or, yeah. or just, you know, I, I really cared about what other people thought. Same. And yeah. as I grew up, I had to really get out of that. 
Um, and it still affects, you know, I'm sure it affects everybody. We all care about, to a certain extent, what people think about us. But I think um, going to school was really because I really cared what people thought about me. Mm. And then when I got to ABDC, I was like, oh, finally, I get to, like, feel validated, feel a, validated little bit, yeah. a little bit. Because, like, hard work pays off. I always thought that my dad always instilled that in me. So, um, But going back to what our parents thought, like, <clears throat> my brother and I were supposed to take over the martial arts studio. And we grew up doing martial arts from we're two all the way to 21, 22 years old. Um, and I really thought it was something that I, I could have done but never wanted to do. Um, and doing it just because I wanted to make my parents happy. And I appreciate martial arts. It, ta- it made me the person I am today. And I love everything about mar- martial arts. I'm just a huge fan of it. And still love it to this day. It will always be a part of me. But knowing that it's, it wasn't something that I wanted to do for a living. So knowing that... Had it, having to tell my dad, like, hey, I think we're going to go this route. We're going to open the studio this route, blah, blah, blah. It was really hard for me. I'm sure it was hard for my brother, but because I knew deep down I was breaking my dad's heart. Yeah. And to this day, he'll, he'll still say little comments and little jabs yeah, now and then. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but uh, um, so now, yeah, he's riding that wave with my my daughter now. He's all, oh, yeah, she's going to do karate and all that <laughs> stuff. I was like, yeah, it's, I want my daughter to do martial arts too. Um but yeah, it's just like uh, getting to the f- to the point of like I believe we really need to respect what our parents have to say, mm-hmm. but we don't really have to listen to them all that well in the great in a good sense. Um, when you you get that certain age when you respect them and you love them, but not everything they tell you that you're gonna do is gonna work for your heart and your soul. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I truly believe that, and it took me a long time to learn that. I'm still struggle with that. Yes. Um, yeah. Oh, sorry. You said something that just like, no, go ahead. I feel like I have to say it too. I think like that's what the world needs. I think so many times I think we fall into the routine and the pattern of either what our parents are like kind of guiding us to or what society tells us to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and we end up in jobs that we don't really like. Like, yes. I think like the national average well, is like 76% of people like hate the work that they're doing on you, a daily basis. You, you think, yeah. So, right. Like something yes. like that. And it's like, I think the world just needs people that are like passionate about what they're doing and they'll be and, happier. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you're going to, you're going to, you're again, when I redefine success, like I, I defined it as more of a like state yeah. of joy and a state of passion and a state of like, you know what I mean? I like what yeah. I'm doing and I like the people that I'm around and mm-hmm. investing in. Well, think, and so like that'll look different for a dancer. Yes. You know what I mean? Like even financially, it might look yes. a little bit different for a dancer. It might mean you have to share an apartment with friends for a long time. It might mean like, you know what I mean? You need to like, you know what I mean? Live with people. You know what I mean? It might mean you need to live with your parents for a little bit longer than you want to or whatever it is. But like, I just feel like if you're passionate about what you're doing, that's what is going to like make this world a better place. Or not, I'm not telling you not to listen to your parents, listen to your parents, respect them, love them, but know what you, you know, what's good for your heart and for your soul and know when to listen to yourself first. But think about from a parent's perspective, like, I'm a dad. Kyle's dad. Yeah. Think about what you want for your kid. You want to protect your kid. You want to make sure your kid is safe. You want to make sure that they're okay. So how do you do that? You don't let them go to certain places. Yeah. No, hey, dad, I want to go them. to the park. Yeah. Oh, I don't think you should go to the park, babe. Like, yeah. you know, blah, blah, blah. But then you do. Your parents are doing that to you your whole life. Yeah. And you don't yeah. realize it. They're like, um, they're just like. They're, gui- they're guiding you because they want you to be safe and guiding you from love, but it's also from a sense of fear. Yeah. I don't want Raiden, my daughter, to jump on the bed, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. and it's, it's coming not because I don't want her to – I'm fearful that she's going to get hurt, right? So I feel like if you put that in a bigger scheme, a bigger – like with when she's 25, 
22 years old, I'm not going to want her to move across country because she's not going to be safe in my yeah, eyes. Yeah. But and the safest her, thing to do is to, to get stay a safe, degree, stay here, stay, stay with me. Yeah, yeah, you know exactly, what I'm saying? Yeah. So their parents are not doing it in a sense because they don't want you to, to succeed. They're doing it because they want they love you so much that they want, right. they want you to be safe. Yeah. And I they and I I just I'm learning all this and so I think um to respect your parents and listen to them, but you you'll ultimately know what's good for your heart right. and for your soul. That's basically yeah, that's pretty much it, you know. Because um, you know, there's a lot of things that that we we like for dance and karate. What's cool about dance and karate though is that they correlate so much together. Oh yeah, they're for like sure. the same kind of world but mm -hmm. different. Mm -hmm. So that I found that karate was preparing me for dance, you know. And your parents were small business owners and doing yeah, all that, yeah, like you know yeah. what I mean. Owning a studio with students and clientele, like there's a lot you can learn from your parents. But I do think I just listened to, um, I think it was in the Kanye uh, and Joe Rogan uh -huh. podcast just recently. Shout out to uh, Rogan. Kanye Kanye talked about how he just he just realized like so many people give him advice all the time, like people in his yeah. life. And he said yes. he's like he's like I'm just done listening to people that are not that aren't as successful <laughs> yes. as I am or like aren't doing the things that I want to do. That's so true. You know what I mean? Dude. And That's it's so like true. when your heart is like in a certain spot, when you know you want to be a dancer or whatever it is that you're headed towards, um, look towards people that are really successful in that field and, mm -hmm. and listen to them and their input and their influence. Your parents yeah. may have no idea what it takes to be a successful performer um or maybe they do and if they do then listen to their advice for sure but listen to the people that are successful in the field that you're looking to be in and also be okay with changing your mind a bunch too especially like yes. if you're young if you're in your especially 20s your 20s try everything 20s i realized like try i'm still i'm still everything. in my 20s by the way um so but nice. i realized like my my 20s were just experiencing and figuring things out the whole time like you do not have to like have your stuff together in your 20s actually would probably encourage you not to have everything together in your yeah, 20s. Yeah, I agree. Your 20s is a great time to live with friends, to couch surf, to like stay in your grandma's basement. There's not as much judgment in your 20s if you're doing those things in order to try a, like different fields and different career paths or whatever. Like do yeah. that as much as you can in your 20s cuz man, I'm I'm coming up on my 30s and bro, I feel like I'm hitting a new stride. Dude, I feel like I'm coming into I feel like I know what I want now. I feel like I know how now. to attack it. Oh my gosh, um, she's a monk now. Nico's thinking about joining a monastery. No, for, like, you don't belong there. I want to be a monk. Ugh. I can see it. Uh, no, I, I and I can attest to that because in, when I turned 20, <laughs> in the sense of the guru and like monk thing, I turned, when I turned 21, I moved to Hawaii. And then on oh, my yeah, 20, you're kinda, yeah, you 23rd did this. birthday, I moved to Australia. And those moments were so like, like monumental for my, who I am and what, who I, who I am right now. And it also opens like, your eyes up to the world, doesn't it? Bro, I feel and like it's it expands like, your mind. Especially living in another country. I think that's what really put me to where I am at, understanding people and understanding body language, observing, da 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 da. Cause like, yep. I technically wasn't the American, like I was the American in a different country and like having to explain everyone what I am is essentially like, cause they don't really understand or like they see movies. Every time I talk about a high school, they're like, is it like in the movies? Like, is it like this, this and that? And I'm like, no, like, oh, there's their job. How I'm long like, were you there? Four years. Four years? Okay. Yeah. We lived in another country for like two months. Yeah. So like, Not the same, but like, we, we got the same thing. Our thing, when we were in London, we were in London for a job for uh, a couple like, months, a few like months. Like two months. Two months. Um, and uh, 
we always they always asked us to do like a british accent and like if you ask an american to do a british accent you say like a few different things you yeah. say something about tea or crumpets or you say yeah. like cheerio or something like right, that right. um but if you ask like a british person to do an american accent i'm not joking 100 percent of them started with the phrase Oh my God. No, and they then, do. no, no they I'm not do. even joking. And, and then it was split 50 50 between the next part of the phrase. They all started with, Oh my God. And then they either said, Let's go to the mall. Whoa. Or, yeah. or they said, Oh my God, let's get a hamburger. I'm not joking. Literally, Literally 100. Yeah. We asked everybody to. Anyone we ran into, we're like, Hey, like, give us your best American accent. They like, always started with, Oh my always, God. It was always like a Valley girl from LA. Oh, there was one girl we asked. Asked her to do like a uh, she's like oh I have another American accent and her second version what she said oh she said hey y'all I'm from Texas Alabama yeah <laughs> Texas, <laughs> Alabama. Texas Alabama doesn't really work but, but it's all movie stuff I feel <laughs> oh, yeah, like yeah 100% Texas Alabama I'm from Texas um, Alabama <laughs> but that's what I mean though like my dance brought me to these places and yes, yeah, I yeah. didn't know anything I went to Australia by myself no mom no dad no anybody and I had like my phone you know what I mean mm-hmm. so like even understanding, like, <laughs> I went through so much growth, and that was, like, my growth, like, 20, 22 to 26, it was, like, growing, and I did it oh, in yeah. a different country. Like, that's what was mind-boggling. After I got it, I was like, oh, my God, I did it. And then I was like, it's time to go back home, because it was my, my visa was up. But, like, it was just insane to think that I did my adulting in a different country because of dance. Like, you know? And, yeah, that's wild. And that's cool. now to keep that, like, network that I have there, and I can go back, even grow, growing or grow what I had grown so much more um being here and i'm going back and then now introducing my friends and like a different whole other chapter it's just so tight and i can't wait because it's not i'm not done that's another thing too like i'm not even close to being done no and man it's just so sorry you're saying that too it's just so weird though again i feel like you need to make sure you define success for you how what however it makes sense for you. You know what I mean? Like yeah. make sure you have a really clear description of what success is because I feel like we can all tell our stories two different ways and mm-hmm. it's all just about perspective. Yep. Like I feel like I could tell my story that frames it in a really like oh my gosh, like he's done so much and wow, he's been so successful. Yeah. I can also tell my story with different language that would make it look like I'm an absolute like right, loser. loser. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like it just, it's all perspective and it's all like, what, what are you taking out of the experience and are you enjoying the experience? Yeah. Cause I've enjoyed the last 10 years of my life yes. and my whole dance journey and career. And I'm super excited about the next 10 years. Yeah. Um, but again, it's just all perspective over the last 10 years because of dance and because of me following other passions in my life. Mm. I, you know what I mean? As a grown man with a wife, had to move in with people because I couldn't afford to pay my rent. Mm. I had to move in with other friends after that because we couldn't afford to get our own place, got our own place, did our own thing, and then hit a spot where it was like, oh man, like, no, I want to get back into and pursue this again. We need help. Had other friends move in with us, had Nico and Jenna. So it was literally like me, my wife, our two kids, him, and (laughs) my wife, my girlfriend. I mean, my wife. That's a YouTube video, uh, a YouTube by the way. Um, but anyways, uh, <laughs> that was so funny. Had all these people <laughs> living with me, and and again, it's just all it's all perspective, and it's all like the way you frame it. Yeah, um, you can you can frame your life as a very successful thing, or you could frame it as like, oh my gosh, what a loser. Um, but you just have to know that you've enjoyed it, and you're doing the thing that you're supposed to do and yes. created to do. Uh, and I don't know. I've I've loved my and life, and I and I feel like uh, going back to that. I the fact that I get to go back 
to these places and revisit. Like, I can't wait to go back to Hawaii because now I have mm-hmm. so much more to tell people. Can't wait to go back to Australia because I have now so many more people to introduce them to. Like, mm-hmm. it's just so crazy that you can go back to where you think that you a maybe messed up or you feel like you've grown but didn't get the full capability. Now you can get to go back to these places and even show them the growth and more growth on top of that. So like, I don't know. I just it's tight going from. I don't think my parents would have thought this is where I would be for sure. when I told them I wanted to dance. Oh, for and sure. And even yeah. for myself, I wouldn't think that um, I could even process where I like. I, I look at like 16-year-old Goose who wanted to dance. I don't think he would believe that I would tell him, yo, you're going to do this, 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 yeah. this, 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 this. Yeah, for I sure. Always, I always see my dance journey like I get really emotional some, sometimes when I look, when I get put myself in surreal moments. Mm. Um, like when we did Mad City last week, uh, the video production, I was like almost in tears at the end because I was like, wow, like this has been a long time coming since, you know, we you know started this thing. Yeah. And just watching everybody dance and like 50, 60 people just laughing, having a good time. Like yeah. fr- you've seen friendships being made. You've seen lifelong friends that will be in each other's lives probably for the rest of their lives. Yeah. Um, that was crazy. And it was just like a video production. Um, and now, and that made me think like, man, I, I chose the right path. Dance brought mm-hmm. me here. Yeah. I, I made the good, I made good decisions. That's so it. That's and, so it. and there was another moment. I've had a lot of these dance moments, but another cool moment I had last year was when I was in China working on a show called street dance of China. It's mm-hmm. a pretty awesome show, but I was there with my brother who we started electro with. And then as well as my cousin Phoenix, who's on the electro bots. So all three of us, you know, we'd work bef- we were dancing before there was any TV shows. We were dancing just for fun. And mm. so we were all just, you know, at the time, 17, 16, Phoenix was like 12, 13 years old. We we're dancing together at home just for fun. And now we're all three of us are in China working on a TV show together. And I had to stop and like breathe and like reflect and like man i got teary-eyed over there i was like this is insane like this is crazy to think that dance brought me here you know and and dance is dance brought me here but as well as like my decisions yeah yeah and the uh, the decisions that got me here you believed in yourself i believed in myself and i also believe that i learned i heard this from les brown um he's a motivational speaker he's really awesome but he says you are the producer of your life everything you have in your life right now is because of you produced it the clothes yes. on your back, the car you're driving, the shelter, extreme, extreme everything, ownership, man. extreme ownership, extreme ownership yeah, yeah. in both ways, negative and and positive. Yeah. So Take everything full responsibility yeah, for everything. Exactly. That, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, um, if you don't like where you're at right now in your life, like, you could only blame yourself. And yeah. I think you need to find that line of working hard or uh, deciding that you want to do this thing and go for it. You know. I, for sure no and i i totally 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 agree with nico and kyle because i think even for me like understanding that process and understanding that like it's up to you like you know what i mean and i mm-hmm. and i legitimately went through that and i keep we keep talking about the pandemic because we're still in it so like even from the beginning of phases of it like i was like how the heck do i even get myself out of this like whole ass funk right and then I just had to be, remember my why. And we talked about this in the last episode. I remember my like whole purpose. And then I found people that have that same why and that same purpose, which is electrolytes. So like for me, for someone who would walk into a room and looked at you guys at first and was like, I don't like these guys. Mm-hmm. To now be in full episode three, four, five, whatever yeah. episode Lost that we're track on. of episodes. <laughs> yeah. Which is in a good a, thing. In this whole situation because of we love dance and we love what it, it can provide for people and the happiness. It, you guys yeah. brought me happiness. And I wouldn't even think that this oh, was, like, if it wouldn't, 
if this everything happens for a reason and i feel like if the things that didn't happen in the beginning of this year didn't happen i would not be sitting here oh, but if i sure. didn't do believe in dances as much as i did i wouldn't be sitting here either so it's like yeah it's just yeah. crazy yeah. to see where we've developed and where we've grown and even though we felt like we haven't we haven't even started yet yeah like, this you know is just I mean? the beginning this is just this the is start just the beginning oh, okay real. so <laughs> i just feel like i can't wait to see my peers and especially right now who's around me like us all grow all together for and sure i think that's i i can't think i can't think electrolytes enough and i can't think the people who believe in me like even outside of this it's just nice to know that it came from our conversation started was do we think our parents approve or like how do we approve our parents like i can now say i kind of don't care because i i so uh what's the word i um approve it for myself like it's enough for me and it goes back to believing and making your own success so yes 100 i think that's what yeah. i and to bring to it back with. to that like parents thing too just be like again like nico said be respectful mm -hmm. of honor your parents i think as mm -hmm. much as you can depending on the relationship depending on the circumstance some people probably need to separate themselves from their parents because yeah. it's toxic and it's it's not a good thing yeah. um but as best as it is possible, like in your power, um, honor your parents as much as you can, like love them. Um, and, but be okay with maybe not doing exactly what they want. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? Like be okay with who you are, what you were created to do and know that like, if you live into that, Oh, David Goggins says something. He says, don't, don't kill him with kindness torture them with success. Oh, uh, and like, that's kind of like how I treat my dad a little bit. Again, I have a great <laughs> relationship with my dad. I yeah, love I my dad I, yeah. dearly. He's, uh, he's awesome. He's the funniest guy ever. Um, but like, I, I kind of, I kind of try to torture him with my success and yeah. he's so supportive, loves everything that's happening at the studio and electro loves that we're expanding 100% behind me. He does still dig that knife every once in a while and bring up the fact that I don't have a college degree. Um, but like my, my posture was like, I'm going to torture him with my success. Yeah. Like I'm going to work my butt off and like make sure I'm successful <laughs> and love and enjoy my life like crazy. Yeah. Cause I know like that's what he really wants. I think, I think was my uh, mom and dad my mom and dad taught me everything that I'm doing now. Like they taught me to be, be like, think for myself, to be a leader, yeah. to love, to uh, like, to, they taught everything that I, all the tools that I apply to, like apply every day to my family and to my friends and to the studio. I apply it cause they taught me it my whole life. But I didn't think, I don't think in my opinion, I could be wrong. They didn't think that I was going to use these tools for something else. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so like, they had no! a direction. No, that's such a parenting yeah. thing. No, that's such, I just read this the other day <laughs> on, in some parenting book, but they talk about how like a lot of the times, and some of you may be going through this transition right now, and that's why you're feeling this tension with your parents. Maybe that's why you clicked on this podcast. Um, but uh, parents, a lot of times when kids are young, it's like, okay, go, go, go. Like you're giving them the tools. You, you want them to grow. You want them to take the steps. Mm, yeah. You want them to say this. You want them to da, 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 da. And then they hit a point where they start taking that freedom and doing their own thing yeah, and then like, parents no, 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 are like no 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 no, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait don't yeah, slow yeah, down yeah, slow yeah, down yeah, slow yeah, down yeah, yeah. like it, it goes from like think, shoving them shoving them shoving them encouraging yeah. them to like oh shoot they they're, be, they're people now like yeah. making their own decision and they try to reel it back in and i, I battled that for a few yeah. years with my mom like hardcore when i was like just became an adult and got my own apartment and started doing my own thing like she hardcore tried to reel me yeah. back in and it was again out of safety out of love out of all the right things but it's a weird tension yeah, I feel like my my parents were awesome, and they I loved my childhood, loved my mom and dad, loved everything I learned from them. But I think they wanted me to do the karate thing, which is which. 
for a point in my life, I was going to do it. Yeah, I wanted yeah. to do it. I, didn't, yeah. I, I thought it was going to be great. But I fell in love with dance out of nowhere, and I was like, oh, I, I got to dance. So, I don't know. I think that they're all obviously really proud of who we are now. Oh, for sure. Become. They're Big awesome supporters. parents. And I just, at the end of the day, I still want to make my parents really proud. Um, I heard this thing Will Smith said on a, um, there's a movie called Dads on Apple TV. It's really awesome. Oh, yeah. You told me about this. Yeah, Will Smith was saying, like, it, Imagine you're, as a father, if, you know, as a father, you're a gardener and you're trying to garden garden your son. Your son is a sunflower, and mm -hmm. you garden him to be a sunflower. You treat him and grow him like he's going to be a sunflower. But when he grows up, he's actually you realize that he's actually actually like an oak tree. Yeah. And now you're watering this plant to be something else when actually he's an oak tree. You know, so he's like instead of watering your son as a sunflower, water your son on whoever he's going to be. So like I was like, oh that's pretty cool. So now with with Raiden and Kobe, I want to encourage them to be anything they want. Uh, yeah, it's I just want them to know that whatever they decide to do, that I will back them up 100%. For sure. And my mom and dad did that as well too. So it was pretty awesome. For sure. That's good. That's really good. That's tight. What's your uh, what's your like family motto? What's your family motto gonna be? Like what what does it mean to be a Ben Willis. Ben Willis. Uh, from I, my mom and dad, well, growing up, it was lean on me. Mm. So that, I love that one. It That's was good. just always like, lean on me when you're not strong. So that was something that I grew up thinking That's cool. and That's cool. like listening to that song a lot. My dad always blasts that song. He's like, this is our song. And I was like, oh, well, I want to keep that going with my kids. That's and, cool. And let the, letting them know that they could always lean on me. But I don't know. I haven't thought about that yet. So i got to figure it out. I want uh, something for my own little family. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm still figuring it out. Too. I, yeah, i got to figure it out. It's interesting. I think for me, like, to be a price, it was, like, we said that. Like, to be a price, like, you put your very best into everything that you did. Mm -hmm. Like, everything you did, your it was your best foot forward, no matter what. Like, the dumb science project in second grade, like, it was staying up no super late like you know too small. no task was too small everything you did you went honestly my family always went in to win everything that they did That's like exciting. we won yeah. every single halloween costume competition yeah. like in elementary school like there wasn't a year every single like talent show in elementary school every single like science fair project every That's single tight. like every single book fair like who could read the most but it didn't matter what it was it was like okay if you're doing this you have to put your very yes. best That's and it cool. wasn't about winning because like my parents this is actually a funny thing too. Most people don't know this, but I was on, uh, I played soccer growing up um, for like 10 years, loved soccer. And um, I was getting a little bit too into winning as a kid. <laughs> like I was too obsessive and like weird about winning. And like, I'd cry hysterically if I ever lost anything. That was me and too. so I got on a team. Um, I got moved to a team by accident and it was like the worst team in our little league, like the worst team in the league. And I tried to get switched back to like my team with like all the mm -hmm. good kids. And my parents, after the first game, when we lost, realized, okay, this is really good for him. And so they kept me on the worst team of the league and we went defeated the entire season. <laughs> we didn't win one game the entire season. I went from the championship team who never lost a game four years in a row to the worst team in the league. That's and horrible. we were horrible. And they, and the, they said I needed it like for my character. And so, uh, cool. I remember they kept me on that team for two years. And at the end of the second year, we lost every single game for two years straight. <laughs> we never watched. It was horrible. Coach, coach was whack. Everyone was whack. 
It was horrible for me as a soccer player, but great for me as a person. And I remember like at the end of the second year, uh, when they were like handing out all the trophies and we weren't even in the running for any type of trophy, but we had to be there at the event. Oh my gosh. Um, and then there was like this massive trophy on stage and it was like the sportsmanship award and they called my name and I got like this giant trophy. My head was so big. I was like all about <laughs> it. So I kind of ended up blowing up in their face a little bit at the end. Cause I ended oh, up walking yeah, away yeah. with the biggest trophy from ever anyone. But, um, that's what they were all about, which that's is really cool. Funny. I think my, growing up, looking back now, you said that like thinking about like how, like my dad was my mom. I remember my dad saying at a young, like when I was young saying like everything I've ever accomplished is, I accomplished it because I was angry. Me hmm. meaning meaning some like he told me a story once, um yep. he was renting a house and he bought a boat and he was doing his karate school at the time was doing really, really well. He's making good money and he bought a boat, but he was renting a house. They didn't own a house yet. Mm -hmm. And he so he parked his boat on the in his front yard and it was a really nice boat. Like I yeah. loved it. And um the landlord came in and he's like, Hey Sal, you're gonna have to like no rentals on your on the house blah 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 you have to pay for this and my dad's like well it's not a rental he's like okay come on sal like come on you have to move the boat it's like um, applying implying that my dad didn't couldn't, was, couldn't afford, afford a boat, a boat. Yeah, yeah, right yeah. and he, my dad had a nice truck too like they're doing really well so he was like he, he got my dad got pissed off and said well well like fuck this and fuck you like i'm done like the lease is over so they got rid of the house and bought their own brand new house or not brand new they bought their own house Dang. like a month later they had a month to get out Whoa. and he didn't know how he was going to do it but yeah, he did yeah, it because he was do. pissed hmm. and that was one of like one of five stories that he told me like that and he told me the same how he got his first studios because he was pissed because someone motivated or he was motivated he was just so angry and fed up yeah um with like bullshit and just like i don't know so like i feel like a lot of my life, is, I have had like the same mentality. As yeah, well. you have to have that chip on your. You shoulder. You have to have the chip on your shoulder. And my dad yeah. definitely had it. He has it and still has it, so that really inspires me. So I don't know, like going back, That's probably cool. want to raise my kids like, like hey, if you want something, you have to like go for it. You have yeah. to like want it, and yeah. you have yeah, to like man. make moves and yeah. do it. And That's get, why you read YouTube angry. comments, huh? Probably. That's why I read them, dude. Probably. Piss you off a little bit. Oh, yeah, for sure, dude. I used to get mad. I, I need, for me, YouTube it's YouTube comments are the worst. Dude, Don't ever read them. I used to read those all the time, but not anymore. But I, for a long time, I still am to this way. Like, I want to compete because I want to win. I want to yeah. do certain things to prove people wrong or prove myself wrong. Or I don't know. I, I guess that's just how I was raised. But definitely I want to raise my kids in a way where to know, like, if you want something, you have to, like, get work like you it. have to work for it and you have to like push and you can't just do it like nonchalant you really have to like push you know what i'm saying yeah. so i think everybody needs that kind of fight in them you know yeah and i feel sure. like that's electro too like electro is like we have the breakout that says we fight and i think we've instilled that culture in electro like every time we compete it's like we fight for this like we work hard for this you know and we always want to feel like you know before i used to fight when i was a martial arts i used to like act like i was going to war because i prepared yeah. so much i used to like go crazy and go to war and now i do the same thing but now with dance and i try yeah. to instill that that warrior mentality into our students as well you know i feel like electro is similar to that yeah, yeah for sure it's just crazy never yeah, really thought of it no, and that's true. another thing too i think that's why a lot of people love competing because there's a lot of pe a lot of dancers and that's what a lot of people don't remember or forget that a lot of dancers 
fought for their position. You know what I mean? So when there's someone who doesn't fight and try to do the exact same thing and it's not equal, like you look at a, the person's side, you're like, wait, what are you even doing here? You know what I mean? Because it's like, even for me, when I talk to my, I talk to my friend, a good friend of mine named Ruthie, we talk about like how we fought to like get to our spot and we can still fight because we want to keep it. And I think a lot of people think that they, when they get their spot or they finally like, have gotten to there that they stay comfortable and they get discouraged when there's new people fighting for that exact same spot. It's like, no, it's it's the same thing. You got to keep fighting no matter where you're at. Mm -hmm. If you're at the top or at the bottom, you got to keep fighting. You know what I mean? So I think that's why I love Electro. And that's why I've, I've grown to find that fighter in me because we fight and I, and it's, it's in our, like in our closing, in our breakout. So it's like, when people don't match that, that's when I'm like, wait, what? Like, why do you even, why did you even come? You know what I mean? And that's, mm -hmm. and that does not electro. That's everything I do. When I go into projects and I'm like, and the people are pulling out or being kind of like not showing their fight anymore. I'm like, why are you even doing this then? And then when we get to the, the, the podium and we're at the, the top, the top three, it's like they're, they have a smile on their face. But I'm like, you didn't fight to get here. You relied on everyone else's fight. Mm -hmm. So what I'm going back to is like, I love doing what I do because I get to fight for it. And then I also stay, get to stay passionate and then also still loving at the same time. So that's me. So good. So good. So good. Well, so good. Wherever mm -hmm. you're at with your family, hopefully this helps in some way. Yeah, we kind of ranted a little bit. Yeah, we did a little I bit. I love it though. But I like it. That was, that was a good Always one. That, good, I love good topic. topic. So yeah, like good our topics topic. Do that. I got a good topic next time. Oh, just, you just wait and see. I got Can't two wait. more topics. Let's go. I got it's one in my back pocket. It's too. a dinger. It's a dinger. All right. It's well, a dinger. So, stay okay, before tuned. We, oh, before we head out, I just want to yeah, give yeah. a huge shout out to our sponsor, Hooters. Thank you. We get the best chicken. Best chicken breast. Best chicken breast. Please hold. Just joking. Hooters is not our sponsor, by the way. We're open to sponsors, though. <laughs> we don't discriminate. This uh, episode of Dudes, uh, Dudes That Dance is brought to you by the Electro Dance Academy. So you guys uh, subscribe, share, hit the like button. Yes, yeah, so if this was helpful at all, like it, subscribe, whatever you got to do. Add us on Twitter if you have some questions. And share it with someone. Share it with someone that it might be helpful for you as well. Yeah. Cool. At the end of the day, we don't know what we're doing. We're just doing it. Let's yep. go. Figuring it out as we go. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks for being a part of our journey. We out. We out. It's a wrap. Too easy, man. Bye. You guys are great. <laughs>